1: What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day so far. There's a lot of stuff in the news that I want to get into today. But before I do that, I talked about this earlier in the week, talking about how I had a great problem. And you're like, oh, well, how could a problem be great? Well, I have so many people that are actually listening to this podcast right now that I've had to pay more money because My bandwidth, my traffic, listening to my podcast has grown. It has. And I've also ran out of storage. They only allow you so many gigabytes worth of storage on the hosting site that I use. And I probably should have went with another hosting site, but it's already too late. I've already got all the people that are subscribing to it right now. And if I switch sites, I would have to resubmit to iTunes and iHeartRadio and Spotify all the podcast platforms that I'm on right now. And I don't want to do that. Now, I could delete some of my older shows, but I I also, that's something... That I would prefer not to do because some of you guys, most of you people, have been here from the beginning and you have heard every single show that I've done. But what about these new people that stumble across my content and they start to like it? I want them to be able to hear the complete history of my podcast from beginning to end. So I ended up having to pay some more money. And I'm not complaining. Like I said, this is a good problem to have, in my opinion. But if you would like to help me out, you can do it. Very, very easily. At the beginning of this podcast, when I first started it, I used to give out my PayPal account all the time because my content, I'm always going to keep it free. And I used to give it out. If you'd like to donate, help out to the cause, you could do that because I've saved every bit of the money that you guys have been sending in so far. And that's going to go back into this podcast. It's going to be reinvested back into the podcast so I can get better equipment, I can get a microphone. And the sound of my podcast is going to be that much greater. But now I have this monthly fee. I didn't get the highest one that I could. The highest one is is kind of expensive. And that has unlimited storage, unlimited bandwidth. But if you're a fan of this show and you want to hear me keep doing it and you want my entire archive to be available all the time, you could help me out. PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That is PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And you don't have to donate a lot because I look at the analytics of my show and I know how many people are listening on a daily basis. All I need is a buck from you. If each person that listens to the Tuttle Daily Podcast just gave a dollar, I would be able to pay for my hosting site fees for the next couple of years. And I know everybody's going through a hard time right now. I know a lot of people have been laid off The unemployment rate is getting over 40 million people here in the United States. That's the highest it's been since the Great Depression. And I feel bad. That's why I have not been plugging my PayPal account because I know everybody is hurting right now and everybody is just keeping the money they have because they don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from. They don't know if they're even going to get their unemployment, especially here in the state of Florida. The unemployment has been a goddamn joke. But if you would like to help me out, you can easily do that paypal.me slash on the radio. And if you can't help me out financially, just help me out by promoting the podcast. Let people know. Let your friends, your families, your neighbors, your coworkers share it on your social media. Let people know about my show and just tell them, give it a chance because the more and more people that start listening, it's going to help me out even more. And I don't know what's going on with Twitter. As of late, I've been losing followers, non-fucking-stop, and it's crazy. And it's not that their accounts got suspended or anything like that, because when I look at their account, they still have people following them, but the people that they're following, they're following nobody. So, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Twitter is consistently changing their rules, their algorithms, whatever it may be, but I'm losing them at a rapid pace. I wish that I did not have to do social media. It would be a Big relief, a big stress off of my life if I didn't have to do or deal with anything social media related, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, any of those. It would be so much easier. But the only reason that I do it is because of the line of work that I'm in. You need that. Program directors, before they hire radio personalities or DJs, they look at your social media engagement. And it's important now. So I want to pump up my Twitter. If you could help me out, that's the place where I do most of my promoting and putting out any of the content that I want to Funny things that I think of or questions that I have, that's where I go to. If you guys could help me pump up my Twitter, if you could share it or follow me, maybe you're not even following me yet. If you could do that, follow me. You can easily do that by searching at Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two D's, T U D D L E. I'm easy to find. And if you could tell people to give me a follow, because if I have a strong social media following, especially on Twitter. I'm going to have a farther reach when it comes to promoting my podcast. My podcast is the most important thing that I'm doing right now. That's why I've been kind of neglecting my social media. I've been neglecting my YouTube and I got to stop just being a self-promoter on my Twitter, maybe that's why I'm losing people. But it, it really isn't, though. I, I know that more people are having a problem with this. And if you guys know what's going on, why this is happening, because it's happened to me. I logged on to my Twitter one day And I was following nobody. I still had all my followers. I just wasn't following anybody. So if you know what's going on, why Twitter is doing this, I'd love to know. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E. At gmail.com. Now, you guys probably won't know what I'm talking about, but a lot of these consultants, these program directors, they like you to be able to have a segue, to be able to easily go from one topic to another. And I got to tell you, I'm proud of myself. I've never really been that great when it comes to a segue going from one topic to another without it sounding like a you're slamming on the brakes and doing a U-turn. It's got to be subtle. The topics actually have to relate with each other in some way. And the reason I talked about Twitter, yes... I just didn't bring it up for nothing because I'm having a problem with it. But the reason I talked about that before I go into my next topic is I never thought in a million years, well, at least during my lifetime, that I would have to hear about our president, supposedly the most powerful man in the world, the leader of the free world, is having a bitch fight with Twitter and social media. We are living in a modern day idiocracy movie. You know how the Simpsons, they say the Simpsons always predicts things that's going to happen in the future. Well, I got to tell you, the guys that did the movie Idiocracy, they could not have been any more on the mark than what they were when they created that movie, because we are living that movie right now. When our president, we had over 100,000 deaths here in the United States because of COVID-19. And our president is wanting to bitch and complain and sign an executive order to go after these social media platforms. I do agree. Something needs to be done. But isn't there better and bigger things that we need to be worrying right now in our country besides getting fact checked? Donald. It's not like they shadow banned you. They didn't. They just fact checked you. They didn't ban you off of Twitter. They didn't block your tweet. They didn't censor you. So why are you making such a big deal about this that they put a little notation under your tweet about being fact checked? It just doesn't make sense. This is something that he is really legitimately pissed about, or this is some smoke and mirror type deal to take your eyes off of all the fucked up things that are going on right now in our country with the coronavirus. Now this black man that was killed up in Minnesota. They're having riots all over the place. There's a lot of stuff going on that our politicians. and I'm not saying Republicans or Democrat. I've said this many, many times. I don't support any political party. I think all of our politicians are crooks. There are some good ones that that try to get stuff done, in the long run, they end up getting corrupted as well too because one of these lobbyists gets their claws in them, they do something for the politician and now the politician has to repay it. These politicians are not for us anymore. They're for the lobbyists, the ones that put money in their pocket to get reelected or to get elected. I just think this is ridiculous and a lot of these other countries in the world, they gotta be sitting back and laughing laughing at us because this is ridiculous.
2: U.S. President Donald Trump looks set to escalate his feud with Twitter. On Wednesday, White House officials said Trump will sign an executive order on social media companies Thursday.
1: Now, do you want to know why Trump is so upset about this? He's one of the most followed and popular people on Twitter. This is his biggest campaign tool. If he loses Twitter or he's going to start getting fact-checked, it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him in the polls. And no other president has been able to have access to get his word and opinion out like Donald Trump has. He doesn't need the news anymore. He doesn't need Fox News, which sucks his asshole every chance they get, or MSNBC, CNN, any of the local news, any of the newspapers throughout our country. He doesn't need them. He's got over 80 million people that he has access to at any given time. He can see this hurting his chances to get reelected in November.
2: But gave no further details. The threat comes shortly after Trump threatened to shut Twitter down, accusing the platform of, quote, silencing conservatives' voices.
1: Look, I'm not the biggest fan of Trump, but I kind of see his point. Twitter does just ban people for random things, and if they don't like what you're saying on a daily basis, they'll shadow ban you. And if you don't know what shadow ban means, they don't suspend your account, they don't kick you off of Twitter. They basically just make it impossible for anybody to see your opinions and the things that you're putting out there. People aren't going to see them. The only people that are going to see them are the ones that are already following you. And yes, we do have the First Amendment. One of our most important liberties here as American citizens is our First Amendment right. But this isn't a First Amendment type issue or topic. Kind of sort of is. But Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those companies that allow people to come on and post their opinions. That is a private company. You don't have absolute free speech when you're dealing with a company. You know, if you work for a business or something like that, and you say something that your employer, your boss does not like, he can fire you, he can fire your ass and there's nothing you can do about it. And you're going to come back and say, well, that's my first amendment, right? I should be able to say whatever I want to. No, no, no. Not when you work for a private company. There's stuff on the radio that we can or cannot say, but there's been a lot of radio guys that have been fired for something that necessarily wasn't an FCC fine, but they got fired because the advertisers or management didn't agree with it. And they can fire you for that because they are a private company. Do I think things should be changed? Yes, I really, really do. Because these social media platforms have become so big. They are so entrenched and ingrained in everyday life, especially Americans, that they have a lot of control. They can sway public opinion one way or another. So they're just like the news. Do you think our forefathers, when they created our rules and laws, when they came up with the First Amendment, the right to free speech, do you think they ever thought that one day there's going to be this thing, this little box that you can watch that's going to have moving pictures in it. And on that moving picture box there's going to be news where people will broadcast everything that's going on in our country? No, they didn't. But guess what? Our government had to step in, make new rules and laws so they couldn't come out and just say outright lies or misinformation. They they're they're held responsible with these broadcast companies. I think they should all be able to say whatever they want to. I talked about this earlier where I don't think that you should be told that you're not allowed to curse on the air. That's where you need to let the marketplace control its own self. If this certain TV news station is doing something that people don't like, people won't listen. Then they won't have ratings. Then advertisers won't spend money with them. That's the way that it works. But no. The religious right has to step in because they don't want to hear dirty words when it really doesn't hurt a goddamn person to hear a curse word on the air. But yes, something needs to be done with these social media platforms because they can get rid of anybody they want to just because they don't like their opinion. And Facebook, Facebook is the worst of them all. Twitter's pretty bad. Twitter, Twitter gets rid of people on a consistent basis. All the time. Twitter used to be one of those places. It was like the wild, wild west of social media where you could get away with everything and anything you wanted to. Now, harassment, that's one thing, threatening people, that's another, giving out personal information. Yeah, they need to step in there to stop that type of stuff. I got shadow banned for a month because I was talking about COVID-19, the coronavirus. And it's not like I was giving any of my opinions. I was just posting stories about COVID-19 and that got me shadow banned. What I'm trying to say is I think Trump is actually going after Twitter because his ego, his fragile ego got hurt and he's going after them just because they said and put like a little thing at the bottom of his tweet saying it needed to be fact checked. They didn't kick you off of Twitter, Trump. They didn't shadow ban you because I check you're still there. So what's the big deal? You just got your feelings hurt. And I think it's bullshit. But I do agree Something has to be done, and the social media platforms need to be regulated in some sort of fashion.
2: It's unclear just how Trump can follow through on that threat. His latest dispute with Twitter comes after the platform put fact checks on his tweets for the first time on Tuesday. Trump tweeted to his over 80 million followers, railing against mail in voting, and doubled down on those comments at a press conference on Tuesday.
3: When you do uh, all mail in voting ballots, you're asking for fraud. People steal them out of mailboxes.
1: So I guess Trump is calling all the service members, everybody in the military that does absentee voting, that sends theirs through the mail, that they're obviously committing fraud. If it's good for them, why isn't it good for the everyday citizen? I don't agree with mail-in voting. I mean, that's one of the tradition, going to that voting place, going into that little booth and casting your vote. It it makes you feel proud to be an American, but I don't understand why he's lashing out right now with all this stuff. Sometimes I really do think Trump is just nothing but a troll. He says shit just to get under people's skin and for the media to talk about him because he knows if he says the most outlandish stuff, the media is going to pick it up and he likes it. He does not give a fuck If it's good or bad. People print them
3: and then they sign them and they give them in and the people don't even know
1: where they're double counted.
3: Twitter's latest
2: feature prompted users to get the facts about mail-in ballots upon clicking on Trump's tweets, prompting an angry reaction from the president. Trump's shutdown threats are his strongest yet within a broader conservative backlash against big tech companies. Last year, the White House discussed a proposed executive order about anti-conservative bias, which never gained traction. Twitter declined to comment on news of Trump's plans and fellow internet titans Facebook and Google did not immediately comment. The American Civil Liberties Union said the First Amendment limits any action Trump could take to regulate such platforms.
3: Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash on the radio. Tuttle's daily podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery.
1: Stupid big now. Can I please borrow a piece of puss? Please. Welcome back to the show, guys. want to congratulate Jake D. Welder. He was the guy that ended up winning uh, the first giveaway when it comes to the Tuttle Daily Podcast hat. Hope he enjoys it. But if you would like to be registered, you just heard the spot for Stitch You Up. Stitch You Up is the company that is doing all of my merchandise. But. Just not my merchandise. If you have any stuff that you want logos to be put on to, he can do it for you. My boy Eric has been doing this for a while. He had been working for another company, but decided to go out on his own, invested his money and some of this expensive, fancy equipment that I don't even know what it's called. Just like he wouldn't come to a radio station and tell me what I was working with. I wouldn't do the same thing at his print press area. But if you're a business and you want to get your name on stuff, promotional items and stuff like that, Eric can do it for you. Go to stitchyouup.com Check out what he's got going on because Eric is very fair. He is a hard worker and he's not going to let you down. So make sure you check him out. I'm going to be doing another giveaway for one of the Tuttle Daily Podcast hats. I can't wait for you guys to hear and see some of the other things that we're working on. Eric came to me when I first started my podcast and I got to tell you, I'm forever going to be grateful to him because he was the first person, the first person that wanted to do business with me when he heard I was doing this podcast. And what's great about it is he's from Volusia County, just like myself. And I was honored to be able to work with him, especially coming with me, having faith in me with this podcast that I'm trying to do and him wanting to do some stuff with me. So please, if you just have a second, you don't have to buy anything, but just check him out. Go to stitchyouup.com. Just check out what he's got there. You might like what he has to offer. If you've got a business and you're wanting to get your name out there, do yourself a favor and just check it out because Eric's prices are reasonable. He's not going to try to take advantage of you and he will help you get your name out there and make you look professional because me starting this podcast, him coming to me and wanting to do stuff with me, being able to provide a hat, it makes me legitimate It really, really does. It makes me seem like a legitimate radio show, even though I'm doing a podcast. Now, if you want to win one of those Tuttle Daily Podcast hats, it's very easy to do. You can buy one. You can easily buy one. And if you go to my social media, I'll post the link. If you want to win one of my hats, you can do that. All you got to do is promote the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Or if you see me put out a post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram... Any of my social media, just share it, retweet it. And if you do that, you're going to automatically be registered for a chance to win the hat. And that's what I did this week. Jake Welder, I know him from being on Bubba's show. He is a very, very hardcore Bubba Army guy. And he followed me over to do my podcast and the people that have followed me from the various radio shows that I've worked with throughout the years I can't thank you enough but if you would like to order one of my hats Eric has them for sale on his website stitchyouup.com so make sure you check it out now I don't know if you guys have noticed it but my voice I I've been having A lot of issues with my voice. And I know that I don't have the greatest voice in the world. I really don't. I don't have that stereotypical radio voice, that booming, deep voice. I know my voice is annoying. But the one thing that you cannot say about my voice That it's not unique, that it's not recognizable, because nobody in radio has a voice like I do. And I know a lot of people can't stand it. Most of the emails and tweets and messages on Facebook are most of the time telling me how annoying my voice is. And I get it. I really do. My voice is not the greatest. I should not be on the radio. But it seems like now since I'm doing this podcast, because I've always been like an intern or a co-host where I didn't have to talk all the time. And now that I'm doing this podcast where I'm having to host, I'm talking a lot and my voice is getting bad. When I wake up in the morning, it's good. It's great. But towards the end of the day, when I've been talking all day. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm complaining. I'm sure you guys that are doing real man's work, man's man's work, in the heat of the day, are tired, your muscles ache, everything hurts. And you're probably like, oh, listen to this nerd. He's bitching because his voice is going bad or it's hurting. Well, guess what, guys? You know, all that equipment that you use, those great work boots that you buy, the hammer that you're swinging, the tool belt that you spent money on. My voice is just as important as the stuff that you use on a daily basis to do your job. I've never had this problem before in my 20 years of broadcasting, and it's kind of scary. If you guys have any tips or any advice of things that I can do to help out my voice, it would be greatly appreciated. I used to drink uh, that aloe water. I don't know if you guys have seen it in the stores and I and it might sound kind of gross, but it's not. I tried it for the first time. I mean, it's not the best tasting thing, but it helps you. People are like, oh, uh, you can drink aloe. Yeah, you can. It's natural. But that aloe, that aloe water, when you drink it, it coats your throat and it feels good. But if any of you guys have had a problem with your voice, you might not be radio broadcasters or anything like that. But if you have had those problems and you've done something that has helped it, I'd like your help. Please email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And I don't want you to think that I'm complaining or... This is like a hard job. I'm grateful and I'm happy. It's been a lot of work, but I like staying busy. And everything that I've done with this podcast, it's been rewarding because the hard work is starting to pay off. But I do eventually need to take a day off. I think I'm somewhere in the 20s right now when it comes to consecutive shows that I've done. And I know the podcast I do is not a long podcast, but I've been doing it every single day. And there's a lot of these shows that do it with a partner, a producer, whatever it may be. And I'm not dogging those people because they got a good thing going. But right now, it's only me. So, I don't know, guys. I'm not complaining. But if you can help me out with my voice problem, I think it's more fatigue than anything. I'd appreciate the help. Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's. T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com.
3: Is... That a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait! It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411507. That's 411507 when you visit pocketpairclub.com. This is Jimmy G for
0: Jimmy G's Autos. You in the market for a new fucking car? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a new fucking truck? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a new SUV? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a bus? I'll go out on the street, steal the cocksucker, then I'll sell the fucking thing to you. Oh, by the way, no shitbox trade-ins. We don't play that fucking game around here. Maybe your car's broken. Take it the fuck somewhere else. We don't fucking work on cars. We sell. This is Jimmy G's Auto. We're gonna put you in a fucking car today.
1: Well boys, I fucking center a little too fucking hard but. All right guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily podcast. You know, on this show I try to keep it light. I try to do fun shows to keep people's minds off of their daily problems. That's how the way I've always looked at radio, because there's a lot of these guys that do political talk. There's a lot of these other guys that like to be controversial. And I like to do that sometimes. But for the most part, I try to keep things fun. And that's probably and most likely because I've worked with a lot of shows that like to keep it fun. Russ Rollins, for example. Russ, Russ never hit on the depressing stories, the ones that bum people out because he didn't want to do that type of radio. Yes, it's real life. It happens. It's in the news. But Russ tried to stay away from that. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Now, Bubba working on Bubba's show, he wanted the bad stuff. He wanted the killings. He wanted the female teachers having sex with the younger students. He wanted all that stuff. He wanted the 911 calls where these people are crying over their loved ones because they just died or they're dying in the moment. He wanted that stuff. What I'm trying to say is I don't like getting into topics that are heavy, but this one is heavy and it's controversial. I don't like talking about stories that are race related, but this one is and it needs to be talked about. It really does. But the death of George Floyd up in Minnesota is one of the most despicable police brutalities that I've ever seen. And let's not call it police brutality. Let's just Call it what it is. It's murder. It is straight up murder, not premeditated murder, because I don't think a lot of these cops plan on killing somebody. I really don't. I just think it happens. I think a lot of these cops are power hungry, and I don't want you to think I am a cop hater. I'm not. I respect cops, they're doing a job that Not a lot of people want to do, and they're putting their lives on the line on a daily basis. But if you listen to the interview that I did yesterday with Siroc, Siroc's the kid that I worked with. I don't know why I called him a kid. He's only like nine years younger than me, but he brought up a great point. These cops, they knew what they were getting into before they ever took the job. So if you're going to be trigger happy or wanting to take somebody out easily because you're afraid and you want to go home to your family, I know that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If you're a cop, yeah. Of course, you want to come home to your wife and your kids, but you also got to understand that's a part of the job. I know that I'm going to get a lot of hate. I'm going to be accused of a cop hater because I'm not. I really am not. I've worked with radio shows, radio stations that have worked hand in hand with local law enforcement, Bubba the Lust Fund Show, his main charity. They would do bike rides to raise money for fallen officers that were killed in the line of duty. One of the most satisfying and gratifying things that I've ever been a part of was going with Bubba the day that he handed over the check to the wife of a police officer that was murdered. Yeah, I know she would like to have her husband back, but that money does help. It does. It's not going to replace her husband or bring bring her husband back, but it's that little bit of gratitude that shows that somebody cares about the sacrifice that her husband made. And it sucks to see that because there's a lot of great police officers that are killed by asshole scumbags that didn't even deserve to be out on the streets. People that should have been in jail. But in the case of this George Floyd thing, yeah, it is really, really bad. This is one of those cases where, man, you guys fucked up. Now it's a powder keg. And I've talked about this before on past podcasts. It's only going to take one little mistake like this to blow up into something that's uncontrollable, where it's going to cause major damage to race relations. It really, really will. And, and think about this, guys. Yes, we're in 2020 right now, but it was not that long ago that there was segregation where we looked at minorities, especially African-Americans, as a lesser class of people. It's not been that long ago. Hell, slavery in all reality is not that long ago. And this could ruin everything that we've worked on. Because just something simple like this, especially with social media today, this could be way worse than anything you saw in Los Angeles after Rodney King. It will be. And it's going to grow more and more and more. They've been having these riots up in Minnesota. And what's going to happen? Tell me what's going to happen. During these riots, if there is a white cop out there just doing his job and doesn't even agree with the officer that killed George Floyd, but he's just out there doing his job and he gets attacked during one of these riots and gets killed or even worse, tries to protect himself and kills another African-American, it's going to get even bigger. And you could see something like a war here in the United States of America if this thing doesn't get taken care of right away yes these cops have been fired but i don't think they've been charged for anything right now at this point point. and it's just a sad story all the way around and it's not good for us right now especially with everything we're going through Overnight, Minneapolis on fire. Protesters leaving an auto parts store in flames. Now, this is a serious question, guys. I'm not trying to bring this up. I'm not trying to make it a black or white thing. But why do these people in these communities, when something bad happens, feel like they have to riot and destroy things, burn stores, ruin businesses, In their community. Why do people have that mindset of doing it? And let's be honest, I almost guarantee you some of the businesses that got wrecked during these riots that they're having up there because of George Floyd dying, some of those were probably black owned and you're tearing them down and destroying and looting them. Do yourself a favor. It's kind of hard to watch, made me uncomfortable, but them looting, and I'm not saying them. I'm saying everybody. See, that's the thing about today's culture. You got to cover your own ass with everything you do or say. Look at Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, the host of The Tonight Show. Great guy from what I know. Because you see these celebrities, you have no idea what type of people they are. But he's now being labeled as a racist because during an SNL skit, a Saturday Night Live skit, he wore blackface playing Chris Rock, who at the time was his cast member, and he's getting lambasted for it. And this happened back in the early 2000s. So it, it sucks that you have to cover your ass. So when I say them, I'm not just talking about black, white, anybody. I'm just saying all these people... As human beings together, we're in this target looting it. Looked like the target was on fire. There were guys with hammers trying to break into the cash registers and the saves. People walking out carrying clothes and everything that they could. Let's be honest, half of those people that are looting, that are stealing and destroying things, they don't give a fuck about George Floyd and him dying. Some people have that mob mentality where they just look for a reason to do bad things, to rob and steal and destroy. And that's it. They don't care about George Floyd. And let's be honest, I'm not trying to speak for George Floyd because George is dead because of some asshole cop killed him. But I don't think George Floyd would want people doing this in his name because he died at the hands of police brutality no that's not any way to honor him and his death others seen looting a local target tonight was a different night of protesting
4: all of it after demonstrators approached one of the city's police precincts. We're about to lose the front of the precinct if we don't move this crowd out of the front. Look,
1: I know there is a lot of pissed off people. And I can't pit myself in the shoes of an African-American person's problems. I had a cop the other day while I was recording my podcast and I talked to Sirac about this yesterday. When he walked up, I even had my headphones in, so I didn't hear anything, but I saw him out of the corner of my eye. I didn't make any sudden movements. Yes, I'm white, and I will admit that white people get more of a lead wave when it comes to things like that. They do. I'm just being honest, and I'm sure that a lot of the white people that listen to my show are going to be mad that I said that. But there is a double standard here in the United States when it comes to white versus black threatening or not, because there is. I'll give you a prime example up in Michigan with all the protests going on about stuff being closed and people having to be in isolation because of COVID-19. There was a bunch of people protesting that went into the Capitol building up in Michigan and they were carrying AR-15s. I am a big supporter of the Second Amendment. That's not the issue here. But let's be honest, if that would have been black guys, African-Americans walking into the Michigan State Capitol carrying AR-15s, they would have been gunned down as soon as they walked through the door. But just because these guys were white, they got a pass. They didn't get a pass per se where, you know, it was okay. But if that would have been black guys, African-Americans carrying those type of guns, walking into the, the Michigan State Capitol, they would have been gunned down. Hell, you know what? I'll even go as far to say that you're a racist because it's the goddamn truth. But when that cop came up to check on me now, I could have been a dick because I know my rights, but that's not cool. There's a lot of those people out there that try to bait the cops to videotape them because they want to become TikTok famous, YouTube famous, famous anywhere on social media. Because they want to bait the cops into something where they can try to prove that they're right and the cops are wrong. They do it all the time. And I don't think that's fair at all. But when the cop walked up to the car, I dropped my phone immediately and put my hands on the steering wheel. And I'm only doing that because I want him to know, like, I'm not a threat, even though I'm white. I don't want to give them a reason to pull out their sidearm and draw it on me. I'm not taking that chance. And when I talk to the cop, I say, yes, sir, no, sir. And I know some of you guys are going to call me a bitch and say, oh, well, they work for you. You don't work for them. Guess what, guys? I want to go home at the end of the day. I want to see my mom, my dad, my friends, my loved ones, whoever it may be. I'm not taking that chance. I'm not. Even though I'm white and my odds of getting shot by a police officer are lower than an african American's, I'm not taking that chance. I'm not. Officers in riot gear try to maintain order. You can see the
4: smoke bombs in the distance and police have been firing pepper spray to try and disperse this crowd. Hundreds of protesters have gathered here and now police are trying to push them back to keep the peace. They've gathered hours before. Furious at the death of 46-year-old George Floyd.
2: When is it really going to change? When is it really going to
0: stop?
4: The outrage building nationwide. In Los Angeles overnight, Black Lives Matter protesters blocked a major freeway. This man jumped on a police cruiser as it sped
1: away. Now, I know this is probably and most likely going to get me a lot of heat, but these groups, or even the people, these people like Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al they sometimes do more harm than good, in my opinion. Have you ever noticed that they only show up to help out their people when a camera is around? I'm not saying that they don't do good or they don't care, but they are attention horse. They are camera horse, and they wanna be out in front of that camera to make a name for themselves. They do. Now, the Black Lives Matter group They do a lot of good because there needs to be those type of groups to look out for minorities because they've been shit on so much by white people. I'll admit it. I'm a white person and I'll admit my race has fucked you guys over big time. But are they really there for you? I would like to know and look at the financial records because I don't even know if they have financial records, if it is a... Group in itself, I'd like to see their financial records. I'd like to see how much actually goes back to the people to help them, and how much goes to the people that started the group. In all honesty, and and I'm not trying to be controversial or anything. Really, I'm not. But there's a lot of these fundraising groups, these charities that make a lot of money. These CEOs of like the American Cancer Society. They are trying to do good. But think about this. They're making millions and millions of dollars for a salary. Is that fair? I don't I I don't think it is. I know a lot of work goes in to running a charity or running a group like Black Lives Matter or the American Cancer Society. But how much money actually goes back to the people that they're trying to help? It's the same thing. Look, I'll group some of those in with the religious people, the churches. Does Joel Osteen need a whole bunch of private jets, expensive cars, a 50,000 seat congregation church? No, He doesn't need that. How many people could they have helped with the money that's donated? I don't know. I, I'm just going out on a rant here. I find it kind of odd that people out in Los Angeles are rioting over something that happened up in Minnesota. It's back to that point I was making earlier, that mob mentality. I think people look for a reason to go out and riot and steal. And I'm not just talking about African-Americans. Fuck, you know, this sucks. This really, really does suck. I've been in radio for 20 years, but when I first started in the late 90s, early 2000s, we didn't have to worry about this type of stuff, and I blame a lot of it on social media. But you got to cover your ass every time you make a statement because it only takes one person to listen to some of your content to ruin your day and try to destroy your career. President Trump weighed in, saying justice will be served, and that he's asking the FBI to expedite its investigation into the case.
3: A uh, very sad a Very, very
1: sad. What's really, really sad, Mr. President, is your bitch fight versus you and social media platforms. That's the bigger story right now. That's the story that led before George Floyd's death. I swear to God, we are living in a modern day idiocracy movie. Now, after the four
4: Minneapolis officers involved were fired, the city's mayor is calling on the county attorney to charge the arresting officer.
3: Why is the man... Who killed
1: George Floyd, not in jail.
4: That officer, Derek Chauvin, is seen in this now viral video kneeling on Floyd's neck.
1: Now, I don't know if you guys have heard the reason why the officers were arresting him. is because he was using a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, we don't know if he knew that it was counterfeit. Any of us could be handed off a counterfeit bill and we don't know about it. And that's on us. That's the bad thing about it. If you buy something or get change back for something and that money is counterfeit and then you go and try to spend it somewhere else and they tell you that it's counterfeit, that's on you. You're responsible for that. But did George Floyd deserve to die over a counterfeit $20 bill? We don't even know if he even knew that. It was counterfeit. He could have got that from some other place and wasn't even aware of it. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the other video footage, the footage from the convenience store where he uh, was trying to use the counterfeit bill. He wasn't resisting. The guy was in handcuffs before the officer put his knee in his neck where he couldn't breathe. You have no business being a cop if you can't control somebody that is in handcuffs without Trying to murder them without trying to kill them. It doesn't make any sense. As he begs for help. When you saw that video, one went through your head. That could have been me.
4: The police department initially said Floyd had been physically resisting. This new cell phone video appears to show the moment he steps out of his vehicle. Two officers restrain him. Security footage from a nearby business shows officers walking him across the street in handcuffs. Records show Chauvin was a 19-year veteran of the department. He's been praised for valor during his career, but was also the subject of a dozen police misconduct complaints that resulted in no disciplinary action.
1: I do not want to be labeled as someone that does not respect law enforcement. I do. I really, really do. And for you guys that... Hate the cops, have suspicion of all cops, and you think all cops are bad. What's going to happen when you need them and you're going to call them and you want them to come and save you when you've been nothing but a dick to them? I'll admit, there are some bad cops, but guess what? People today, with everybody having cameras, you only get to see the bad things because the bad things is what leads. It gets you ratings, it gets you hits. It makes you TikTok famous. And that's why a lot of people hate cops because that's the only thing they see. I have respect for law enforcement because I don't know when I'm going to need that. Plus, they do a job that not a lot of people want to do. They put their lives on on the line. And I'm not trying to make excuses for them laying their lives on the line as being trigger happy because they want to go home to their family. No, they know what they were getting into when they signed up. So I'm not a cop hater, but the signs were here on this guy. He had over a dozen incidents that were never taken care of. So why was he still out on the street? His attorney declined to comment. This man owns a convenience store nearby.
4: He says a store employee called police when Floyd allegedly tried to use a fake $20 bill that he didn't deserve this. Again, authorities here this morning are still assessing the damage. No telling how many protests are expected later today, but adding to the anger here is a new report from the fire department that reveals that George Floyd showed no signs of life when paramedics arrived
1: on the scene. Certainly adding to the questions here. We all just need to burn a timeout and just chill for a second because this is the last thing that we need right now In our country, especially with everything that's going on. And I know that's easy for me to say because I am a white person. I'm a Caucasian and I've never dealt with some of the issues that black people, African-Americans have, especially African-American men. I will never know what it is to be in their shoes. Because I'll admit, white people, we live a privileged life. But there are a lot of white people that are poor and and misfortunate. They're there. I think that's what a lot of people have in common because poverty, struggling is not a race thing. It goes across all races. And I think that's something that a lot of people have in common. I didn't mean to get too serious towards the end, but it's just one of those stories, you know, working in radio that you want to cover. But sometimes you stay away from because you don't want to bum your listeners out. The people that listen to your content have their own problems and don't want to hear about this. But I thought this was important to talk about. And I hope that I did not piss anybody off with my opinions. Guys, I just started this podcast, and me just talking about this is like walking through a landmine field because at any minute, the wrong word. Could cost me my whole podcast. Could get me kicked off of all my platforms. But I just was giving my real and honest opinion. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I appreciate everybody that supports me. The people that are out there on their social media sharing this podcast because you like it. You like her. You're liking what I'm doing. And you want to see my show grow. So you support it. I can't thank you enough. Now, if you'd like to help me out, donate to the cause, because all my content is free. You can easily do that. You can go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash total on the radio. That's paypal.me All total on the radio. All right, people. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's daily podcast.
0: Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com cca Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast.
2: Hey, yo, Terry! Fuck going on?